0: okay well another what, what week is this was that week seven in the books
1: <laughs> yeah you sound so enthused to be back now that you're out of it
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be honest It's it's been kind of hard to to make myself stay relevant in this knowing the fact that like i'm out of this competition but i really have tried hard <laughs> yeah i've given i've given it my all um i've been paying attention to who's been who's been doing what and how the challenges are going but uh Yep, it's that time of the week again where we get to talk about all of our fantasy survivor changes and uh, advancements in this week's competition, while also saying goodbye to one of our former contestants. And this week we have a brief interview with the one, the only John T.
2: What's going on, guys? Not the greatest ending to my team, but uh, I'm happy to be here. I had a great time with the league. A lot, lot better time, than I thought. It
0: Took up my the... work,
2: took up my work free time too, which was nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I not be too upset.
1: Before we go uh, into the the real nitty gritty of this, this is your first time playing fantasy football in general, right?
2: Yeah, I think I played like once, like I don't know, maybe like twelve years ago as a joke. But uh, yeah, I mean, seriously, playing with money,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. And you got that. You got the hang of it pretty quick. Still, more than half of these people who yeah uh, have played before, Rick still hasn't bid on anybody you're
2: still trying to figure it out
1: i, I reckon you just have to go to the free agency wire at, on tuesdays and you can bid your bad dollars I,
0: I was hanging out with him on thursday night during the browns uh broncos game and he goes why is steve making fun of me like what did i do wrong in the league and, and, he, and then he's watching the game and he goes wait, what happened to Baker Mayfield? I'm like, oh, he's not playing. You didn't know that? And he's like, no, I didn't. And he still managed to win. And
1: it's so
0: funny. But, yeah, he keeps surviving.
1: Like, he made it past you two. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's
0: it's crazy. All right, John, uh, I guess our first question is normally, like, what went wrong this week? But I think this is a pretty simple answer in the fact that you just got absolutely screwed by the bye weeks.
2: Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) You, I I mean, you,
0: you said you had it coming all
1: week. I didn't even believe you.
2: Yeah, I had like Allen out. I had Zeke out. I had uh, Carson hurt. I had oh, okay. uh, I had um I had Shepard go down like ten minutes for a kickoff. Definitely I had uh, Cook was out.
0: Yeah,
2: it was. Keenan
0: Allen was out.
2: Yeah, oh. and then I had my guys who I need to come through, produce just absolutely shit the bed. Yep. Uh, we'll and then Tyree kill on the fantasy team. Yeah, I mean. He put out, what, like, 13 points? Yeah. But um, I mean,
1: when, Bradley... when Shepard... Oh, sorry. You're good.
2: Shepard went out, like, last minute. I was like, who, who the fuck should I add? And I was like... I was sitting there with Connor Loro and JP. And I was like, this guy, Amandra St. Brown, looks pretty good. <laughs> he had, like... He had last three games, had, like, eight targets each. So I'm like, oh, he looks pretty good. And then I was like, maybe Pettis, because Shepard's out. Dante Pettis could take over. I'm like, no, nah, St. Brown. So my, my whole uh, staying alive strategy... Hinged on Amon St. Brown and he, he put up zero points. And uh, Pettis ended up putting up like 16, so I'm like, oh, that's great. But well,
0: um, well, what better way for uh to show that JP doesn't deserve to win the league than he was trying to convince you to put in Amon Ross really for him?
2: when yeah. you're yeah, when your team's hinging on Amon Ross St. Brown and AJ Dillon to go through, you know, you're probably going yeah. home.
1: What well, was yeah. so funny, Riley, we were together all weekend like we were just talking about off air, and John T just kept saying the names of mediocre wide receivers the whole weekend. Okay. John T, if you want to name a few that you kept saying, you can go ahead and do that now.
2: Well, my favorite, LaVisca Chennault.
1: <laughs> he just how kept about, saying it. How about my
2: running back, Samaj Piran?
1: <laughs> and he would go Jalen Regor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only fitting that a mediocre receiver will let you down at the end. Let um, me ah, down.
2: Ah. My mom is happy. Yeah, he got zero targets. Like, I
0: don't really whatever. Goff sucks. Andre, yeah, all his fault. Absolutely stinks. Um. Yeah. So I mean, that's just definitely tough. But again, like to your point, you, you really battled it out for a guy who never played fantasy football before. It's uh, it's very uh, very surprising, but. Good to see. Um, I guess a couple of changes and things that happened in the game. Um, anything you could point to stuff that went wrong or any ch- like moves you made that you would like to take back? What are you thinking?
2: I think yeah. I think I, I just like should have budgeted better for bad because when I knew I was going to be down a couple guys from buys and shit, I had no money to even do any moves. I tried betting on like Harris. I got outbid. I tried getting the Browns guy Johnson. I got outbid. So that wasn't that wasn't the best i think i like put too much gas in certain guys like i spent big on hill and hurts and cook and they're all good for me but i think probably longer run i just need to be smarter about the, the fab aspect and i i didn't win a single challenge like team challenge or whatever that so definitely hurt with the money even though i traded my uh idol for jp to jp for money but that's
1: yeah, actually overall, just my budget that's something I wanted to ask you about. I feel like we have to look back on it a little bit. If do you think that was the right call in retrospect?
2: Uh, well, here's the thing. I traded the Idol to JP for 175. I think I got I got cooked for 175, so I see it that way. And then the next week I almost won that challenge where uh, I would have had to pick I would have got the fix on from like the bottom three teams and JP beat me up by like 0. 0.7 or something. So that that was like the start that was of the I think downfall. your biggest
1: uh, downfall. If you got yeah, that yeah, player, either. were able to build around that, I think you
0: would have been
2: a bunch better. I would have probably still been gone. But yeah. hey, just learning for next time.
0: That's the life, bro. That's the life of this game. It's a cruel <laughs> game. Uh, <laughs> any anybody you're rooting for coming in at the end?
2: Uh, ah, yeah, I'm a big underdog guy. Maybe. Uh, Maybe uh, see Dan's still going is impressive. Uh,
0: I was gonna say, don't say it. <laughs> Team <laughs> Wait, Pal, who he had,
2: he, he had Brady, right? Yeah. Team yeah. Pal, Pal's maybe
0: infuriating
1: that he's just surviving everything.
0: It's like, yeah, it, it's it could be it could be tough to sit here and talk about Team Pal every Team single Pal week. just
1: didn't take out Darren Waller from his lineup and just still rolls on.
0: It's horrible. Maybe uh Team JJ Survivor
2: JJ, maybe he could pull something. Off. My other hockey guy in there, but um. But
0: then G- I don't know how anyone's beating JP's team. I know. It's tough. It's just like absurd. Yeah. He really does have like the best team left. It's uh, Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, yeah. I d- oh,
2: Steve, you're done something good. <laughs> you could you say it. that oh steve steve helped me for steve nobody has been on like McCaffrey and like all these people i put zero dollars on all them and, but
0: you got them with like I, my team is absurd all of a sudden yeah yep yeah just steve's team's pretty good too but yeah it's it's uh it's definitely definitely tough definitely tough to see you get out but uh i don't know steve any more questions you have for our guest here uh
1: i'll i'll throw one more thing out at you um before I dropped him, I offered you to make a trade for Damian Harris. Why didn't you accept it?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, that I think I like, would get 25 points this week. Yes, that would have been the game changer. I honestly thought I would be able to get like Johnson or like I did get Carter or like um, a couple of the other guys for like zero dollars. That was that was also stupid by me. And um, yeah, there was nobody left at the end for me to get Herbert, even got picked up. Khalil Herbert,
1: whatever the Bears guy. So, yeah, I think the that AJ Dylan. Yeah, that we keep preaching is just the, its crazy—the fab developments and how there's just no fab left in the game. Um, but yeah, and that you know that going forward in the next year, and you'll be better for it. If you, hey, maybe
0: you'll be back in this game. Who knows? Who knows? the The worst kept secret in all of, <laughs> in all of uh, any any game, and really, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> um. John, T, before we let you go, I know you're a. This was the year that you said you, you hadn't really been paying attention to the NFL for a long time, but you said this is the year that you're going to get back into being a Jets fan. So, how is that looking for you right now?
2: Oh, my God, dude. It's, you wouldn't believe it. It's just, it's just amazing, right? We got Mike White in now. <laughs> Mike White. We got Joe Flacco, Steve former Duke Marist former Clark, quarterback,
1: Mike White.
2: Mike White. Yeah, I mean, I told Steve this weekend, so the. Like, I used to follow Jets back in high school, but it was just, like, a, a bad, like, family matter following them. Because it would be discussed during like, family gatherings, like Christmas. And my, like, grandpa would get, like, physically ill. He couldn't, like, talk about them. Oh, was so bad. So, it was, like, a big deterrent, like, Sundays, watching the Jets. But, uh, I don't know. I feel I, Johnny his pain.
0: Yeah, I believe it. it th- th- this is... If you were looking for a team to, like, get you back into football, I feel like choosing the Jets is, like, the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. But I appreciate uh,
1: the dedication, though. Yeah, at least you it.
0: tried. At least you tried. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, yeah, thanks right. for hopping on. You're more than welcome, again, to stay on and listen to uh, the rest of us talk, if you want, or you can <laughs> hop off. <laughs> I'll let
2: you guys do your thing. Thanks for having me. Had a blast. I'll see you guys soon. All right,
0: dude. You All right, and down he goes. That that was a fan favorite too. I feel like John T was underrated this uh this I season.
1: I seriously kind of admire how he took a game he has never played before and ran it in stride. He was texting me, asking me questions. Can I do this? Can I do that? I'm like, listen, man, like keep the questions coming. Learn how to do it. You're doing well. And, I mean, he built a good team. He just, he literally just neglected by weeks. And then, I mean, he was telling me all week, I think I'm going to go home. I think I'm going to go home. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, check out some of these other teams. That's what I keep saying is, like, look at some of these other teams. Like, you're still better than them. Like, Rick, no offense, didn't start Baker. Like I said, Powell didn't start Darren Waller. I really thought he'd survive. But, again, it's just this game is ruthless. You never can predict what's
0: going to happen. You really can't. It's – it's pretty crazy, to be honest. Um, yeah, uh, so I guess moving into uh, breaking down the challenge last week, obviously already John went home, but you want to describe a little bit more to what the challenge actually was?
1: Uh, yes, so last week's challenge, um, like we said last time, uh, we were randomly divided into two tribes, and the tribe's goals were to work together and assemble a team. Um, one quarterback, two receivers, and two running backs Um, and form together and have representatives uh, from one player from each team uh, on the teams and the highest combined scores were going to walk away with a hundred dollars in fab. And uh, the teams turned out to be, it was me, uh, Ethan, Jake, Corey, and pal versus Rick, Mark, Colby, JP, and John T. Um, We had a little struggle putting our lineup together because pal didn't really have, much uh, ammo to put into the gun, but uh, we ended up going with Mahomes, Cordero, Alvin Kamara, Cooper Cup, and Cortland Sutton, which emerged victorious. Colby decided for his tribe, they were going to run with Lamar, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones, Tyree Kill, and Brandon Cooks, which on paper is probably a better five, but with Cooper Cup alone, we were just able to beat them, not even needing Kamara's like huge game. And we yeah, all Cooper Cup's a cheat that. code right yeah. now. It's literally insane.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, I know there was a. It, it's funny because uh, we we were seeing we were saying that uh, it was going negatively for Colby losing out his quarterback with Pat Mahomes this week, and Pat Mahomes absolutely shit the bed in like every possible sense. Oh yeah, and <laughs> we were
1: actually we were watching in person. Corey was here, and we were just living for it. Like Colby sent. Uh, uh, the the fu emoji into the group like there's beef between Colby and Corey and I'm here for it let's get it going let's get it we need it. that storyline
0: fan those flames Colby's the Patrick Beverly of Survivor Fantasy Football <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I guess just breaking down the stuff in the league going around the league uh not a ton to talk about obviously if you want to listen to more of that you could actually listen to a real fa- Fantasy Football or a real football podcast but biggest thing that affected fantasy for most people I would say was that following up on it the Chiefs all of them just oh, severely yeah. underwhelming and playing horribly
1: absolutely insane I mean it's how much can you talk about it's like every game you watch them you're like just expecting them to like oh they'll figure it out by half after the half or whatever and just come back and win like they've always done in years past but there's something just missing from them I don't know what it is but it's clearly not there
0: yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely – it's off. Something's definitely off. Yeah, And it's a, it's a bummer because, again, like you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey who are – I mean, Travis Kelsey is the most valuable tight end available. So I would say Tyreek Hill is one of the three most valuable wide receivers in fantasy football. So any week where they perform underwhelmingly, uh, especially with someone you drafted so high probably or spent a lot of fab on – Uh, a disappointment for sure yeah
1: for sure I mean yeah and the only other two little things I kind of wanted to touch upon heading into our week ahead and the fantasy landscape in general um, with the Ravens on by this week uh, he's gotten a lot of mentions on this pod but I feel like the uh, the combination of Hollywood and Lamar has really carried uh, that Salty Stoon and Team Rick and I think it's going to be interesting to see how he adapts to this change and kind of overcomes what he has in store.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, the other the other guy I wanted to talk about for affecting bye weeks was uh, Osborne Eddie George. Oh no, Had, was missing. No, he well he was missing Josh Allen and Najee Harris. So like RB one, QB one, uh, and he still managed to pull out a win without it. So that's good for him. Uh, so again, I think a lot of people, the worst is probably over for the most part and for bye weeks now that it's late at the end of the time. The apocalypse
1: has passed us.
0: Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll make some changes. Durness Johnson saved us all, but uh, now it's back to get to the nitty gritty of it, for sure. All right, uh, do we want to break down what's going on this week then?
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, this is by far. Uh, I mean, maybe the wheel spin round was a little more crazy, but this is by far the busiest week we got going on. Um, so first off, we got. Uh, Just a normal elimination, lowest score, uh, you're going to be out. But the caveat is uh, you're going to be replaced. Someone will be coming back into the game. Surprise, you didn't see
0: it coming, did you, Riley? Uh, I am, for one, I'm floored. Well, actually, I'm not floored because I actually know what all the rules are ahead of time. (laughs) I wonder if everyone else is floored. Even then,
1: I don't think a single person is floored because we pretty much said that something was going to happen along these lines. Um, what we got cooked is a Outcast twist. Fans of the Pearl Islands will recognize this. What's going to happen is everyone uh, who's been eliminated so far will vote for another eliminated person to come back into the game. You will not obviously be able to vote for yourself, and your goal is to try and work your way into conversations, convince other people that you deserve to go back into that game. Uh, today is Wednesday. This will come out on Thursday the vote will be on Tuesday again. So we got another uh, full week of fantasy football with things going on in this league. And not only will you just get to go in back into the game, you're going to have to start with nothing. This isn't Survivor. We're not giving you idols to just walk into the game with. You got nothing. You got no roster. You got no fab. You're starting from scratch, building from the waiver wire, and you're going to have to try and figure it out from there. But the, the good thing is if you do win somehow, if you find a way to get to the end, you will not have to pay to get into the league next year and you get to pick someone else who was already eliminated to not have to pay to get in next year. So a lot going on for the people not playing.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh definitely keeps you engaged for sure. It's good to keep you attentive. Um, and I think to all of our points that we've been bringing up, uh, even though the fab market is getting really thin, there's a lot of talent left on the waiver wire. So Maybe building a team from scratch isn't as undesirable as it was three weeks ago.
1: And let's be clear here. Like I, I feel like you could get back into this game, go to the waiver wire and build a team that compares with team pal. Like if we're being serious. I mean, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. So you won't be necessarily at too huge of a disadvantage. I mean, if team pal survives again, that's one thing, but Hey, anybody can survive as we've made clear in this game.
0: Yeah. That's very true. Very, very true. Yeah, and then,
1: uh, so, st- I, I still got more. I forgot there's more going on, too. Uh, the people who are still left in the game have stuff to play for as well. Uh, we got just the top three scores this week will get $50 in the fab, and the highest scorer for the week will win a secret advantage in the game that nobody knows about. This one has been kept a secret. It's also just not that big of a deal, I promise. It's not going to be game-changing or anything, but – you will get an advantage that will come into play in the next week. So probably on Tuesday or Wednesday next week, this will come into play.
0: Is it going to be an hourglass that reverses all the standings in fantasy football?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and you get to choose. If you smash it, everybody who's in the game right now is out. And if you don't smash it, it just stays the way it is.
0: (laughs) God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we got a fun week ahead. I, I know there's been some scheming from all of the outcasts already. And I, getting it. In. I, I can't wait. I'm here for it. It's been a it, I, as someone on the outside looking and it has been a ordeal for sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had texts like, when's this happening? How's it going to work? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, guys, you'll, you'll see it when it happens. And it's here on Tuesday. You'll all text me a vote. And I don't know how I'll reveal it yet. We'll figure that out. But it's going to be a fun time for sure.
0: Yeah, no it it's been it's been great, Steve. Before we go, I did want to touch upon your team a little bit. Um,
1: oh, I was trying to get by without even ruffling feathers here. <laughs>
0: no, no, we, I feel like we got it. It's my duty to bring. That's it That's true. We did.
1: I, uh, wait, we skipped the waiver wire segment, so we could just do
0: that. All oh, right. perfect, perfect. Um, so Steve, you have somehow managed to <laughs> pick up a a bunch of talent almost mockingly so to the point where I don't even think you're spending any money getting all these players. <laughs> you're just kind of like picking them up for free. And it's not like no, no names. It's a, uh, these are real players that you're getting.
1: Why don't you rattle off some of the guys I've picked up in the last like week or so, Riley?
0: All right. Well, you've definitely, well, you-, you picked up Trevor Lawrence literally for free. So uh, nothing there. Uh, Michael Thomas, I think we touched upon that. You were able to, to get Christian McCaffrey for my team, you were able to get Antonio Gibson, Saquon Barkley. I don't even know why he was on the waiver wire. These are
1: just my bench.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah. and then also, I mean, Tyree Kill, you were able to pick up and slot in, and Dalvin Cook off of uh, John T's team. Your team, it, the snapshot of what your team looks like now versus what you did week one, how many of your first-round draft picks do you even still have on your team?
1: I got Eckler and Mixon. They're still chilling. They're, they're running around. But every
0: they're doing stuff. Running around <laughs> doing stuff. Everybody else is completely different, it seems like.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, the reason I'm still here and the reason that I'm in a good position is all thanks to Cooper Cup. And I picked him maybe like round five or six, and he's pretty much carried me through this.
0: Yeah. No, it's been a – it's definitely been been a – I mean, this,
1: this waiver wire week was – I literally just bid more money than anybody else had.
0: You dominated for the, this week. <laughs> and I still
1: have more money than most people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. I, yeah, so you being able to pick up, we already talked about Tyreek Hill and Dalvin Cook. Um, you picked up Kirk Cousins and then decided against it, dropped him for Trevor Lawrence.
1: Trevor, well, Trevor Lawrence was here since the beginning. I was like, yeah, he means more to my organization than
0: Kirk <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Uh, he's he's the Udonis Haslam of the Dan the Mount Man football team. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Corey picked up Zeke from uh, from John T's Ben. Well,
1: yeah. So a little Which tidbit on it? the Zeke. A little tidbit on the Zeke. He bid one ten on Zeke. He also bid one ten on Tyreek and Dalvin. I bid one eleven on each because he had the most money left, and I was like, I'm not letting it happen.
0: Well, there you go. Worked out. At least he found. was he got one of the guys.
1: I love him. Uh, but then the big move was the Eddie George's. I think.
0: Yeah, Eddie George dropping Sony Michelle. He spent a hundred dollars of his fab on Keenan Allen. So back to back tight ends, he was able to to grab. He also got Noah Fant for a tight on his tight end spot with Mark Andrews on a buy, and Melvin Gordon, who has been the definition of a flex play. Like he's a solid plug and play guy. He'll get you like ten points. Um, so I think John's definitely continued to bolster his team. He's doing, he's doing really well.
1: Always always rooting for the Georges. Always rooting for the Spittoons and Team Pals. As much as I'll give them, make a laugh about them on this pod, it's so fun to watch them play this and just survive week after week. So it's just fantastic stuff here.
0: Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I think Corey picked up T. Higgins, dropped down Robinson. Not surprising how Robinson's been stinking it up this year uh team jordan picked up kirk cousins off of you dropping him and colby picked, draft picked up michael carter at, up at <laughs> running back which is huge for sure
1: <laughs> that's probably the biggest pickup of the all
0: well colby was able to get jay on hurts for 25 I like bucks that I almost, yeah.
1: if colby didn't bid on him i would have gotten him for a dollar by accident
0: <laughs> so at least he's got an actual quarterback again so. yeah yeah, what, one of the
1: we, worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL, though, even though he's good in fantasy.
0: True. Well, I'll we'll see. That's that's funny. That's a really ironic, actually, because he's got J, His two quarterbacks are Jalen Hurts, again, horrible real life okay. quarterback, good fantasy quarterback, and Carson Wentz, who's been a pretty good regular quarterback, but a horrible fantasy quarterback. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's readily, uh, running with polar opposites there.
0: Exactly. Pick your poison here. All right. Well, I think that just about does it for this week's episode. Yeah, um,
1: yeah I don't really have much to add. I guess uh, you got a prediction for who
0: goes home. Huh? Um, I I think I think this is time for uh, the salty spittoon. Unless you listen to this podcast, maybe spittoon.
1: If you're listening to this, you got Lamar and Hollywood on by, but you can do this. Just you, can,
0: I have faith in you. I know if you just set your lineup, I think you can win. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think he's got to be. He's got to be the odds-on favorite to get out. Though, I we've had non-odds-on favorites get out pretty much every single time. I mean, time we've only predicted
1: week. one right, and that was Budge Mile. Everyone yeah. else is completely wrong. No yeah. one saw John T going. Actually, John T. We John, T him.
0: Saw, John T yeah. saw John T going. I saw myself going last week. So maybe yeah. it's just an inner. Everyone always
1: sees themselves going. Yeah,
0: we should ask the audience who they think is going to go on. Yeah.
1: yeah Yeah. other than that i'm just really i'm really excited for tuesday's twist i'm excited to see who's going to get back in the game how they play it and what they're able to do i'm sure you're going to be working the phones and trying to get some work done i'm not going to ask you too much of your strategy maybe we'll get into that after just for fun but
0: yeah we'll talk about it off mike
1: (laughs) yeah but all right i'm good if you're good
0: Yeah, I'm good. If uh, you want more football talk, you can check out this feed where we'll be breaking down the quarterbacks who started in week seven of the NFL. And if you would rather learn about a much more fun and better sport, you can check out the hoop fiends. We'll be coming back next week with more uh, NBA content. We can catch up on last season.
1: Yeah. Looking forward to breaking down all the new uh, storylines of what's going on in the first two weeks of the season. And we're looking forward to that. Stay tuned to at hoop fiends pod on Twitter and Instagram for all of this. And we will catch you guys next time.
0: You're listening to another episode of your favorite show.